This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Like, comment, and subscribe to help me boost this video. Thanks. Uber and Lyft drivers, what's your most NSFW story? I had a passenger roll down the window and scream suck my f-peepying dick at a deer. She said she really didn't like deer. If this happened in Ohio I think I know this person. I did a little over 500 trips for Uber last year and the only thing remotely NSFW I experienced was this really really hot girl asked me to zip up the back of her dress when I picked her up. Ah, uh, ha ha. That was cool. I feel this is the most real response in here. I don't drive for either of those companies, but I had a pretty bizarre fare once. I picked up a guy and a girl midday Saturday for a short ride couple of kilometers. The girl seemed drugged out of all her mind, and was wearing somewhat revealing clothing. So it was pretty clear they'd been partying the night before. While driving I picked up their conversation which they were not even attempting to hide. It was pretty clear that the guy had a girlfriend who was not the girl in the car, and that he had just hooked up with this girl. They were currently heading to his girlfriend to explain what had happened. To be clear, he is bringing the girl he was unfaithful with along to explain to his girlfriend that he just peeped her. He tipped well though. Should have hung around. Chances are they would have needed another ride shortly. You don't need those blood stains to know how it ends. I was in Santa Ana, CA looking for a guy I was supposed to pick up. He lived in a large cul-de-sac with a small park in the center. It happened to be later in the evening when I went to pick him up. I go through the cul-de-sac once pretty slowly as I can't find his house. I decided to do a second round of the cul-de-sac and when I get a quarter of the way through two guys emerge from the park and one of them pulls out his pistol and asked, what the f peep you doing in my neighborhood? I decide to act really calm and just let him know that I'm with Uber and was unable to find a passenger and who I was looking for. He says, oh you looking for random name he's at the top of the cul-de-sac blue house. I thanked him for his help and cancelled on my rider. Peep that speep. I love that the guy was waving a gun in your face. But as soon as you explain yourself he's all like oh, he's right over there. Sorry about the mix up. Some people have a different way of living. When he saw an unknown car slowly driving around looking all around he probably thought it was someone from another neighborhood looking to shoot slash rob someone. Yep. I worked in a house for a few days where it was like this. Almost zero crime and it was well known that a gang infested the neighborhood. But they were extremely reasonable. Cheaper than police department and in her and much more effective. And they won't fine you for not having your lawn watered in the winter. Damn hoa. Hoas. Literally worse than the Mexican mafia. Yeah and Lil Hector doesn't give a speep what color you paint your house unlike those criminals at the hoa. This one isn't really NSFW, but it's the reason why I stopped working for Uber. It's about 10. 30 pm. I get a request and accept it. 
It's a 20-something year old girl just getting off work at a retail clothing store. She needs a ride to her home. About 35 minutes outside the city limits. Cool. Long ride more money. Get to her house. She gets out, and I drive away. Now, I'm about 25 miles away from the city, so I don't really expect to get any hits out there. I'm about to head back in, when I get another request. This one is another 30 minutes further outside the city limits. This person wants to go downtown. That's an hour long ride. I'm down. Start heading their way. It's a beautiful night, so I cruise the whole way with my windows down. Long, winding, narrow roads. No street lights for miles. Finally I come across the property. It's a ranch style place. I turn in. Still no lights. Pitch black. I drive in for about 2 miles with no signs of a house. I'm doubting my GPS at this point. Oh well. I'm already this far. Keep going. Oh cool. A house. No lights on. Something doesn't seem right. I swing my car around to face the exit. Leave my car and drive and rest my foot on the brake. Just in case. And waited for a while. Nothing. Let me give the guy a call. He answers. Sounds confused. Hey, I'm your Uber driver. I'm outside. Take your time. I'm here whenever you're ready. Uber? I didn't request a ride. HMM. I'm at XXXXX. Texas. Your address and information comes up on my app. Texas? I'm in Indiana. I've never been to Texas. Please don't charge me. Hangs up. In that moment, I felt the already pitch black night get darker. I turned down the radio. My window was still open, and so I started listening. You know that sound of a dirt road when somebody is walking on it? How it crunches, and you can hear every step. Imagine that sound. But there are two sets of feet. And they're running. Getting louder. I look out my rear view mirror and the only light is from the red parking lights of my car. Two men. All black clothes painted red by my brake lights. Sprinting. Getting closer. Getting louder. I slammed on the gas. My car threw pebbles and rocks at them as I semi burned out, and I hauled ass as fast as I could out of that property. Got back on that winding road. Followed it all the way to a well lit gas station. Shifted to park. And sat there. Stunned. What just happened? I tried following up with Uber. Nothing really came of it. To this day I'll always have to wonder what happened that night. I've had a scary moment like this too. Driving down a dark road at night. Suddenly in front of me, I see four guys spread covering the whole width of the road. As I get closer, one appears to be holding a 3 to 4 foot chain. I slow down. But only so much, because there's no way in hell I'm stopping for them. The two in middle have to jump out of the way, but I'm not risking my safety for them. The scary thing is, a few people I've told this story, to have said they'd have stopped not wanting to hurt others. But in my mind it's defensive driving in a sense. I have two friends that drive in an area that is equal parts city and backwards slash gravel roads. Both concealed carry while driving, and I don't blame them at all. Not totally NSFW, but I just this Friday picked up four college age guys from a bar around 1.15am who were on their way home, and teetering on blackout. It was a surge fare of 1.8 and a ride of about 8 miles of mostly highway, so I was pretty pumped to make an easy 10 to 20 bucks in 15 minutes. 
we finish the bulk of the ride when the most intoxicated of the group springs to life and says. Dude, you do want Taco Bell. I think he mixed a request with a statement that he wanted Taco Bell. I said sure as I wasn't going to be staying out much later and thought it was sure to yield a tip in cash. So I take them to a little plaza that contains a gas station, a convenience store, and of course Taco Bell. This is when that same guy sprung to life once again to say, no drive through let's go in. I told him no, but he said he'd give me $10 if I waited so I reconsidered. They step out of the car and this guy huddles his friends for a few seconds before they break off into three different directions as the drunkest guy half slumps and leans against my back bumper. One rushes a Taco Bell and returns with four $5 boxes. Another hits the gas station and comes back with white owl cigarellas. When the final man returns it's with a roll of paper towels, some sort of rivet things, and sticky tack. The drunk guy then unravels the entire roll and shoves it into one of the bath bags that I keep in my backseat and they get into car for the last three quarters of a mile home. Drunk guy is fiddling with it in the back as I talk with the guys about sports and other banalities until I pull up to the house they live in about two minutes later. As I pull in the drunk guy says, done, and then slumped onto his buddy's shoulder. He hands me $10 and grabs the bag containing the paper. He looked me right in the eye, and with an incredibly serious tone he broke through his intoxicarian for one sentence, and said you must always remember to recycle, and then passed out to the point that his friends had to carry him. I then got to see what this blacked out genius was up to, a device for smoking multiple blunts that was so precisely made holes were equidistant, lines were clean, etc. They invited me in to test it, but I had to be on my way. As I drove off I wondered what this person would be like in the light of day. What does a sober version of this stoner engineer do? What else is he capable of? TLDR. I picked up a drunk quartet and was party to a blacked out stoner engineering masterclass and received a stern reminder to always recycle. Favorite fair of all time. Sober engineer by day. Stoner engineer by night. Same friend three occasions over a year. 1. Guy was drunk and pulled his pants off and started playing with himself. 2. Girl decided she was happy and pulled her top off for her other friend that wasn't so drunk to feel her up. Friend apparently flipped out. 3. Guy passed out drunk so he checked and his pulse was low. Took him to the hospital. Turned out the guy was overdosing on Xanax and alcohol and he saved his life. Xanas are not something to f-peep with. We have a driver here who has been advertising on Craigslist and has his girlfriend ride in the back seat and arranges specific pickups so she can give you a hand job during your trip. Oh my god. That's terrible. Where though? Which city is this filthy ad posted in? There are so many cities. Which one? Undefined. Some friends and I Ubered back late at night after a party. Being intoxicated af. My friends sitting next to me started to heave. So I. Worked my quick thinking. Opened the window pushed him to puke outside. In the freezing February air. He did his duty and we were all thankful that he decided to puke outside. Eventually. We arrived by my house and get out. I look on the outside of the car and the puke had frozen all along the outside of the car by the window. The side of the car was covered in puke. 
We spent an hour helping the poor Uber driver clean it by throwing hot water fr inside the house and someone quickly scrubbing. At least you helped bro. I picked up an elderly lady in my 3 series BMW in a rather sketchy part of Memphis at about 8am on a weekday morning. No big deal right? She gets in and says alright I need you to take me to work. But first we gotta go to the liquor store. I say okay and start toward the nearest liquor store. Thinking she is just picking something up for after work. On the way there she mentions she works for a repossession company and that they work for a car dealership that intentionally sells cars to people that can't pay for them. She says she wants to swing by an address on the way to work to see if there is a car she needs to repossess located there. She says the cars usually have GPS, but she thinks the car's owner has disabled the GPS. We arrive at the liquor store and the lady goes in and comes out. She gets in the car, and before I can ask her not to drink in the car she has down at an entire pint of vodka. At this point I can't even be mad. I'm flabbergasted. Laughing. I ask the old lady if she even had a chaser. She pulls out a Capri Sun, stabs it with the straw, and starts drinking it. She says you probably think I'm some sort of alcoholic or something I reply I don't know if you are or not. But at least you're up and at M this morning headed to work. Then she starts directing me back into the sketchy neighborhood to search for a black Chrysler 300. I make it clear to her that I'm only a driver and that if we find this car I'm not getting out of my car. She agrees and says she'll just call a tow truck if we see the car. As we're cruising this really sketchy area looking for the car, she is getting more and more drunk as the alcohol seeps into her. She keeps asking if every black four-door car is a Chrysler 300. I'm wondering if she even knows what a 300 is. I notice we are getting strange looks from the people we drive by as we head down a long dead-end street with a shady-looking, gated apartment complex at the end that kinda looks like the street from the movie Training Day. We reach the end and go to turn around, and I realize again how sketchy we look cruising around here. If the cops saw us, they would assume we were looking for drugs or sex or something illegal. I notice again that everyone sitting outside the apartment complex is staring at us like we are an elephant in the room. I guess she senses my discomfort. Or maybe she had to be at work at 9am. Because she says, okay now I feel like I'm ready to deal with these moth earth peepers. Let's head to such and such sketchy car dealership. So we get close to the dealership and she says park over there and produces another pint of vodka and Capri Sun from her bag. She downs half the pint, mentions something about saving some for later, punches a straw in her Capri Sun, says time to go to work, have a nice day and exits the vehicle. I'm just sitting there like WTF. This was a seriously hardcore old lady of probably 65 or 70 years. Or maybe she just looked old BC she drank so much. IDK. Was a pretty nice fare though. With all the driving around we did for an hour. I forgot the part about saving some for later. I edited the text above to include that part. So sorry to disappoint everyone. Old lady only drank 24 ounces of vodka in my car. Not the full 32 ounces. This lady has made punching a hole in a Capri Sun cool. For some reason I imagine her with shades while punching that hole. A few months ago this lady came into my car whilst busily talking on her phone. Yeah you can't tell anyone on the team yet. No no. I haven't told anyone at all. 
I was secretly eavesdropping, as I usually do, trying to figure out what kind of job she had. The details are kinda gruesome. The poor thing was lying there for a while after it happened, because there was no one around. These bastards took everything from her, and tried to steal her car, but they apparently ran over her, and they just booked it. Her body was practically split into under one of the wheels. It was only a couple hours later someone saw it and called us. She was still alive, when we got there. Hayless and I gotta go. We'll talk more soon. We had reached her destination. Church. She got out of the car with a quick thank you. Either she was a co-worker or a police officer that's working that case. Apostrophe. S cold. Colon. Or paramedic or other medical. If it counts. 20 years ago I drove for a sedan service. I picked up one of the temptations and took him to get drugs and a hooker. It certainly wasn't safe for my work at the time. But everything worked out okay. He came out of a luxury resort and gave me a sketchy address. When we arrived, it was an abandoned convenience store, so he told me he was looking for some company. Yeah, I knew where to find that, and along the way, he said he was looking for some medicine, too. So we stopped in the ghetto, and got him something to smoke. Cold bean weed, or crack or anything, I don't know, and I didn't ask. After being told f you, cop more than once, we found a pretty young lady of the evening. He asked where she's been all night. She said she's been right there waiting for him. She got in the car. They kissed and groped in the back seat on the way back to the resort. And he gave me a decent tip. INB for the inquiry. No. It was not David Ruffin. Out of curiosity. Is it true that every taxi driver knows where to get things? I can't speak for all of them. But, yes. I need a rock hammer. Well, there was the guy who proceeded to get, but naked in my backseat while piss drunk, and change into a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costume. It was Jello, for the record. While I've had a few crazy rides my buddies takes the cake. Around 1am on a Saturday he gets a ping that's at 200% surge near the bars. He picked up a well-dressed man who's sober and once he's in the car he asked to be taken to the casino. He was picked up in Dallas and the casino is in Oklahoma. Feeling bad he warned the guy are you sure that's a 70 mile trip and you're on 200% surge. Guy says it's fine, and he's happy my buddy is getting paid. They enjoy a nice trip, and have some normal talk, and once they get to the casino my buddy ended the ride, and netting himself 300. The guy then realizes he doesn't have a ride home, so he makes a deal with my friend. Look I'm gonna go gamble for a few hours if I give you 250 now will you wait, and when? I'll give you another 250 for waiting, and another 500 for the trip back. Buddy agrees and takes a nap until guy I'd done. Guy comes back, and gives him the cash, and they head back the small talk that guy says look you've been great, and seemed like a stand up guy. I want to throw another 500 your way, if you let me suck your dick. This dude wanted to pay my friend 500 just to suck his dick. When you ask him what happened next he just laughs, and says well rent was due, and if the worst way, to make 500 bucks is a pretending a chick is blowing you then it's not so bad. TLDR. Driver makes 1300 for an 8 hour drive, and agreeing to let a guy blow him.
So just out of curiosity, is it rude if you don't talk to your Uber driver? Not at all. Sometimes I enjoy the silence and get to focus on the drive. Not an Uber slash Lyft driver, but I did drive for a taxi company. I had a fare where two drunk people who were making out in the back of my cab. This isn't unusual on its own. Happens quite often. Just gotta stop them before speep gets out of hand. Well, one of them decides to stop making out and says to me don't tell anyone. Okay. Curious. I ask why. He responds we are cousins and we don't want our family to find out they went back to making out again. I didn't once think they could have possibly been cousins. Never saw either people before or after. Could have just kept his mouth shut and I'd never have known. Why would you disclose that information to a stranger? Couple role playing exhibition slash incest fantasy to spice things up. I'm hoping it was just that, but they did look a lot alike. So my dad is an uber driver and he says that girls my age I'm in my early 20s will drunkenly try to make him go home with them all the time. One time there were three girls who drunkenly were singing to Taylor Swift and they made my dad record them singing the song and then they made him sing some of the lyrics. He showed me the clip of them singing and him singing later it was hysterical. Then they invited him to go to the next bar with them but he had to keep working. Also one time an uber driver told me a girl tried to drunkenly make him hook up with her at her house but he said no cause he's married. And when she got out of the car she gave him the middle finger and turned around and lifted up her miniskirt and flashed him lol. I guess Uber drivers get lots of ladies. My dad is also an Uber driver and has similar stories about girls my age. I'm also early 20s. And I'm just like why don't you tell them you have a son? Wanna come in and peep? No but if you're willing to take a 10 minute detour I have a son who's ready and willing. Exactly. Is that too much to ask for? Hell maybe I should just go with him when he does Uber. My two stories would have to be a lady who was kinda drunk and kept asking me questions and moaning slightly every now and then. When she got out of the car, I checked the back seat and there was a sharpie, a sticky sharpie, that was obviously used for something. The other was two strippers that had a long ride and kept daring each other to flash me, give me a back rub. Suck my lobe. That progressively got to the point where one dared the other to hook up with me when we got to their house. Undefined. I feel like the story sort of misses the climax. I picked up a client who said he was on his way to the hospital to get something removed. It was very clear by his movements that he had something stuck in his ass. I asked if he needed an ambulance instead, but he said he didn't have insurance, so he couldn't afford it. After I dropped him off and helped him in, I got back in the car and looked back to find a blood stain on the seat. The morals of the story are 1. If you're poor, don't shove things in your ass that can get stuck. 2. Never get light grey upholstery in your new car. No lesson 3. About getting Uber to charge the guy for the cost of getting that cleaned. I didn't charge him. I honestly felt bad for him more than anything else. He seemed like a nice guy, and if he was really in such a hard time financially that he had to take a bumpy uber ride with something inside him, I couldn't do that to him, so I got it cleaned myself. That's pretty cool of you. No shame in that. My cousin was a grab taxi driver, 
basically a nation version of Uber. So in Thailand we have a TV show called Hormones which is like Degrassi or Secret Life of an American Teenager, and they had a scene where kids were having sex in the backseat of a taxi. Apparently these kids wanted to try it out just like in the show they were white BTW, so he found it funny that they would try it and started making out and taking off items of clothing. My cousin said he stopped looking once they started tacking them off. But he overheard the girl getting frustrated that the guy couldn't get hard, so she put on her clothes and left the car furiously. Then the guy asked him to take him home lol undefined. I love that there is a TV show called Hormones. It's straight to the point. Fpeeping is. In the first season a girl lost her virginity to a fpeep boy and I don't remember if she did get pregnant and then in another season she ended up being a lesbian so. Seems like the moral of all this is that, if you are an Uber driver, then you should cover the entire passenger section of your car in disposable plastic. There's a photo of this on Reddit that I posted and deleted when it happened, but I can't find it right now. Not me but a friend who also drives in my city, picked up this drunk girl on her bachelorette at 8pm on a Saturday night. She was going like 4 blocks, but was so drunk she passed out the second she sat down. He pulls off, and about 30 seconds later she speeps in her sleep. She's wearing very short shorts so it just falls out both sides. Being that she's passed the f-peep out, he drives her to her hotel anyway with the windows down trying not to vomit. When he gets there, she kinda wakes up, and in the process of getting out manages to smear speep on his back seat, on the back of the front seat, on the inside roof, on the outside roof, and on the door. She says sorry throws him 20, and disappears. Uber gives him 250 to clean his car, charged to the speepter. The next day he gets an email from Uber saying she called them all pissed off because why did she have to pay a soilage charge when she already gave him 20 to get the car cleaned? Undefined. Apparently she hasn't been told that speeps gotten pretty pricey nowadays. I work for a company similar to Uber. Oftentimes you have to play therapist for drunk customers. They will lay out very personal details about their lives to you. One customer told me about how her ex-husband has been hospitalized several times due to complications from alcoholism. And that they told him that the next time he comes in, he'll likely die. She told me that she really hopes that the father will die before her 17-year-old son turns 18 because she doesn't want him to have the responsibility of having to decide to pull the plug. Another ride started with the customer asking if I played Overwatch, and within 5 minutes she was crying and telling me about her friend who committed suicide. One ride I couldn't find the window button we drive the customers home in their own cars, so the customer reached over for it very clearly moving her hand across my groin on the way. She also refused to sign her check unless she could write her number on my arm and slap my ass as I walked away. Another customer asked me for change and I handed it to him as his other hand was on his dick, peeing in his front yard. Another customer, whose car interior was absolutely covered in cigarette ash and butts, told me about how her daughter recently got hooked on meth by her boyfriend and how she hates black men because her black father left her as a child when he went to prison. I could go on. Undefined. Also, we drive the customer's car, are picked up by our partner in a follower car, and go to the next one. Do you play Overwatch though? Asking the real questions.
a mate of mine drives Grab, which is basically a Southeast Asian version of Uber. Once picked up a guy and three girls. Turned out the guy was a pimp and the girls were hookers, and the four were being tailed by the cops for illicit prostitution. And my friend was forced to involve. Long story short, they got stopped by the cops and my friend explained that it was his birthday and they were going to an orgy for his birthday. And no, no orgy for him. He did get a nice tip found under find. Vietnam. Ding dong correcto. I got the ping around 4.30am. When I get to the address, I see this girl who looks startlingly like the actress that plays Ginny Wheelie standing in the middle of the street waving. So I stop. Yup. She's my passenger. And she is so drunk. And carrying an enormous glass full of red wine. She asked if she could bring the wine and the car. I told her no, because we'd both be arrested. She said okay, then I'll chug it. And she did. Okay. So she gets in my car, and I drive her maybe 6 blocks away to a friend's place. Her friend hands her a grocery bag of miscellaneous speep. She tells me to drive her home. Or, wait. Ugh I don't wanna go home. Just drive around, until I figure out where I want to go. Sure. Free money. I start driving circles, while she drunkenly calls everyone in her phone. Unsurprisingly, no one answers. And she really doesn't want to go home. So we just keep going in circles. I've reminded her at least three times that this is costing her money. I have no problem with it, but are you absolutely sure? Yeah no problem. Money doesn't matter right now. The conversation is one of the more hilarious and utterly weird I've experienced. Of course she's so drunk that her speech is entirely slurred and I can't make a lot of it out. But I get enough to know that she's not only drunk. But she's been doing pot and cocaine and she's on the longest bender of her life, currently day 8. She was recently fired from her job at a marijuana dispensary and is in the process of suing them for wrongful termination. Her dad committed suicide when she was 4. She had like 3 friends die in various ways within the past few years. Something about being in AA but falling off the wagon. Her mom is so rich but doesn't want to give her second house to her own daughter WTF. She never wants to marry because she has yet to meet a dude who is not a horrible person, but she happily has sex with pretty much all of them, has been pregnant twice, and contracted who knows how many stees. really wants to work in forensics someday and start her own business, on and on and on. I don't mind listening. It's like having a primetime drama show unfold in my backseat that I'm getting paid to watch. Around 5.45, after over an hour of driving. She said that there's a bar she knows that opens at 7am. If I'm okay with driving aimlessly until then I assured her that I am. I can take her there. So another hour and 15 minutes of wandering later. I drop her off at the bar. She thanked me profusely. Called me boo. And told me to have a good life. And to top it all off. She tipped me with an entire container of marijuana edibles. Proof, I very specifically minimized overlap on my route, so the map would be as illustrative as possible. Also, turns out Uber's route tracking is bull speed. I'm not Uber Jesus and I did not actually drive over that lake. Proof that you are Uber Jesus. Not exactly NSFW, but still a crazy experience that happened to my brother. He is a Lyft driver, and one day he was picking up a nurse from work and taking her home. 
she lived kind of far away, so they needed to take the freeway to get to it. They start shooting the speep. And my brother starts talking about how, when he was a baby he had open heart surgery at the same hospital, that she works in. Funny enough, this nurse has been in the, or during many open heart surgeries. So she knows a lot about them. She starts talking about them, and eventually goes into pretty graphic detail about how the surgery is done. Now, my brother has this problem, where he passes out very easy, while discussing or seeing medical procedures. He's done it three times before. Once where he watched himself get in fourth. Once from seeing the pin in his toe, after he had foot surgery. And once while they were discussing how to put a catheter in during EMT training he wanted to be a firefighter. So sure as speep. After a little bit of hearing about the surgery, the nurse notices the car veering off to the left. Crossing over a lane. She looks over at my brother, and sees him passed out cold behind the wheel. She starts screaming, and the car ends up veering off into a ditch on the side of the freeway. The nurse, apparently forgets all her training, and just f peeping, books it once the car stops. Apparently the smell coming from the deployed airbags smelled like smoke to her, and she thought the car was going to blow up. My brother and the nurse were both physically fine, but his car is completely totaled. TL. Doctor. My brother is a Lyft driver and he passed out, while driving with a customer on the freeway. Undefined. Sounds like it was NSFW for your brother. Not exactly NSFW, but definitely my favorite story. I picked up a couple in their 30s on street. Patrick's day this year at 2am. They wanted to take about a 35 mile drive at 6. 3x surge. So I was about to give the third highest paying fare I'd ever given. Great way to end the night. They had clearly been drinking, like they were 20 somethings, since early in the day. The wife in the front seat was super apologetic for the first 5 minutes or so, completely embarrassed about their level of intoxication, while the husband in the back was trying to be my new best friend. After 5 minutes or so though, the sandman paid them a visit, and they both passed out. I drove for the next 20 minutes in relative peace. When we arrived in their driveway, the husband was sound asleep, and they had a half inch of wet snow in their driveway, so I took the wife inside first. While on the way in, she upended her purse in the snow, but I was more focused on getting her safely inside. Once we got in, I helped her to the bathroom, and then went to the garage, to get a snow shovel. I cleared a 4 feet wide path from the garage to the car, so I could get the husband inside he's a bigger guy and I wanted to be safe, and finally got him awake. I gave him my shoulder, and got him inside. He begged me please, just get me to the recliner, I can't make it to bed so that's where we headed. All the while the wife, is throwing up with the force of a small waterfall in the bathroom. I ran outside, and grabbed the contents of her purse, which included her phone absolutely soaked at this point, and came back inside. She begged me to rice her phone. So I started to dig through her cupboards for a bag and rice. While digging I came across their meds, and pulled some underfined. The kicker? They left me a 5 star review the next day. Pretty okay guy. Best ride ever. Obligatory healthcare provider underfined. When combining Advil with Etop, don't take more than the recommended dose, and combine with food and a fair amount of water, to avoid GI issues up to and including bleeds. Also. My top ranked post is about me taking some drunk folks home. Awesome. Obligatory edit too. 
Thanks for the gold kind stranger. You're a pretty okay person. Hey fellow redditors. I really appreciate being gilded for my first time. But you know what I love even more than a month without ads? Helping others out. Rather than spending your money on me. If you really want to make my day. Donate your time or money to a worthy cause. One that's near and dear to my heart is Bill Richards Higgins Lake Forever Camp. Every 4th of July weekend, along with 30 or so other volunteers, I take about 100 to 120 adults with disabilities up to the Ralph A. McMillan Conference Center on the north side of Higgins Lake in Michigan. All expenses paid. For many, it's the only vacation they can afford to take all year. If you'd like to donate, you can send donations marked Bill Richards Higgins Lake Forever to Community Resource Volunteers. 304 North Brush Street. Street. Johns, Michigan, 48879 or Peckham, Incorporated, 3510 Capital City Boulevard, Lansing, Michigan, 48906. You can read about the amazing man who started it, and inspired so many here. Not where I was expecting this to go, but that's a full service home delivery there, you are an okay guy. I thought the husband was gonna kick off and be like what were you doing in the bathroom with my wife. Picked up a handful of drunk high school kids at 2am. They just finished their graduation party and they were hammered. One of them threw up in the back. We had to stop on the side of the highway for him to get everything out of his system. He went behind the bush and did a number 2. But he didn't have any tissue. It was peeping disgusting the whole way. Puke and Speep are a surprisingly nasty combination. Puke and Speep are a surprisingly nasty combination. That doesn't sound very surprising to me. Can confirm. Source. I fell asleep in a nightclub toilet. Mid poo and with my pants round my ankles. Where I then threw up in them. Bouncer shock woke me. I pulled them up. And staggered home. And fell asleep fully clothed. And urinated in said mix too. The next day waking up with puke and poo rehydrated by urine and allowed to dry again in my but crack was an experience that will never leave me. Stay away from tequila kids. Undefined. This story has me screaming in my head. It's only part of it. New Year's Eve Eve's so quiet bar. Only nice looking girl in the place you wanna come back to mine. Yeah. It'll just nip to the loo. I was found about 3 hours later. This story could have been even worse if you got back to her place before this all happened. Posted this last time this thread was up. I'm late to the party. But here's my story. Uber driver. Craziest. Arguably most sad situation I've been part of. I haven't driven for Uber since. On this particular night, I received a peculiar request for a ride. The request came in. And everything seemed normal. He was 3 miles away. According to his request, as I'm driving to the pickup location, I get a phone call. It's my passenger. Basically he says, Hey man, I'm not actually at that location. I just had to put that so someone could come get me. I'm too far away from any other drivers. So the app made me put my location in your city, closer to other drivers. Come pick me up at my drop off location. This is okay with me, because I'm getting paid to go pick him up. To my surprise. He lives over an hour away. Score. This is about to be easy money. About an hour and a half passes. 
and I roll up to a small little house in a decent area. I text my passenger. Hey man. This is your driver. I'm outside. Cool. I'll be out in a second. Out walks a guy. 23 years old. Really handsome guy. He could have been a model. Thick brown hair. Scruffy facial hair. Nice smile. Everything. Charismatic and outgoing as well. He has an open bottle of liquor in one hand. And sprite in the other as he walks to my car. Knowing this is against the law. I'm hesitant to let him in my car. But. I drove over an hour. To pick this guy up. So I wasn't about to turn him away. Because of his drink. He asks me. If we can run into an ATM really quickly. I oblige. So get gets to the ATM. He gets 10 cash. He gets back in the car. And takes a swig of his liquor. The bottle full at this point. I ask him where he wants me to take him tonight. Atlanta. It's not a great part of town that we are going in. But just trust me man. It's all going to be okay. I promise. I'm calm man. Don't worry about that. We hit the road. Atlanta is 2 hours away from where we are at this point. It's a long ride. So we begin talking. I'll learn a lot about him. He's drunk. He drinks every day. So his drunken state is actually incredibly coherent. He's really smart. Former Yuga student. Wanted to be a doctor. Dropped out of school. He's now homeless. Addicted to drugs. Low self-esteem. Doesn't know what to do with his life. He is a self-proclaimed f-peep-up. I find all of this to be interesting. I tend to be decent with people who are troubled in life. So I do what I can to try to talk to this kid. I want to help him. I want to relate to him. To get through to him. He clearly has his hands full with life. I ask him. What's your favorite thing in the world to do? Like. You have 24 hours. To do this one thing. What do you do? Heroin. Okay. Let's spin the wheel again. Not quite the answer I was looking for. I like heroin man. Video games too. But mainly heroin. Do you think you have a problem? Not really. I've been to rehab twice before. But I've never done it for myself. I only went because other people made me. I see. I get a feel for this guy. He continues drinking his bottle. I'm going to get arrested if I get pulled over with this guy drinking this bottle in my car. Peep it. Let's keep driving. I've come this far with him. Why not? Pull over. I have to pee. Bruh can you wait like 10 minutes? I'm not about to stop on the highway for you to pee. Let me get to a gas station. Alright but hurry. We are laughing at this point. He's drunk but still coherent. And I'm driving 90 on the highway. So this guy won't pee in my car. Having a good time. Enjoying each other's company. Right before I get to the gas station. He accidentally spills his sprite in my new car. This is where I began to see firsthand his low self esteem. When he spilled his sprite. He started cursing himself. Talking about how he always peeps everything up. About how he can never do anything right. He makes things worse for everyone. I assure him that he's okay. I tell him I'll clean it when we get to the gas station. We arrive. I tell him to go to the bathroom. I clean the spilled drink. No harm no foul. No big deal. When he comes out. I tell him everything is okay. 
and the car is as good as new. He's still a little upset, but he gets over it. Back on the road to Atlanta. We talk politics, religion, and some other things. He passes out in my front seat from his liquor. He tells me to wake him up when we get to Atlanta. Alright brother, we are here. Now where? This is where things get interesting. And I mean interesting. He navigates me to a ghetto, rundown, dark apartment. There are cops at every corner in this city, and I'm not exaggerating. Just to give you an idea of how bad this part of town is, he tells me, I'm going to run inside. I'll be out in 3 minutes. Please. Do not leave me here. Please. I'm begging you. I know it's scary here, but please don't leave me in this part of town. After this, you can leave me wherever you want. But please don't leave me here. I have no idea what we are doing at this terrible place, but I found myself here at 4. 0am with this guy. He gets out of my car, and runs to the third story of the apartment. Two minutes goes by, and he's right back out in my car. Alright man. We can go now. What the hell was that about man? I had to buy my drugs. Ready? What did you buy? Heroin. Fpeep. I just drove this guy two hours to a crack house. I'm gonna fpeeping die tonight. I'm gonna die. We pull out of the dark parking lot. I'm just back into the main street, and he tells me to pull over to the side of the road. I oblige. He gets out, runs into the woods, and comes back with a bag. He grabbed his needles. This kid is now sitting in my front seat with heroin. He takes off his shoe and sock. Ties his shoelaces around his ankle. He inserts the needle into his foot. This man is using heroin while I'm driving my car. At any second, he could stab me with this needle. Drug me, and kill me. I'm going to get peeping thrown in prison with this guy. I'm transporting drugs. Wow. Peep it. I've gone this far with this kid. I'm not backing out now. I've gotta do something. I'm gonna help this kid. How much did you just buy? 10 worth. Why? Listen man. You've got a problem. You just spend 175 in rides to get to Atlanta. For 10 worth of drugs. Do you see the problem here? He stays silent. The heroin kicks in almost immediately. He's drowsy as hell. Incoherent at this point. Trying to stay awake. He injected more than he realized. And his heart is slowing. He assures me he's not going to die. Yeah. Ah. Uh, please don't die. That'd be great if you didn't die right now. He lets out a little laugh. He's about to pass out. But he tells me to take him to a gas station. I take him to the one he requested. He gets out of my car, and stumbles into the woods at the gas station. I'm watching his every move, seeing if he is going to rob this gas station, or whatever it is he is doing. He starts digging in the ground, like a dog who is making a hole. He's digging for about 3 solid minutes, then he makes his way back to my car. He found his crack, that he had hid last week when he thought the cops were following him. He then buys Vinegar at the gas station. He then dilutes his crack rock in the Vinegar, and starts shooting up crack into his foot in my car. Take me to the hospital. I need to go to rehab. Seriously? Yes. You're right. I'm addicted. When you told me how much I spent on the ride to buy my drugs, that was a wake up call. At this point, he's on the verge of tears. And so am I. I take him to the hospital. 
on the way there. He starts crying. You've been a better friend to me than anyone I've ever known. Why? I don't get it. There must be a reason that you were the one who was sent to pick me up tonight. It's a sign. I don't know who you are, but you've been a better friend to me tonight than I've ever had in my life. Why are you helping me? I'm off peep up. You should have left me hours ago. I'm crying while driving this guy. I don't know why I do these things man. I just care about you. I want you to get better. Thanks. Nobody has ever cared. We get to rehab at the hospital. I walk in to check this guy in. He stays in the car. I tell the receptionist what's going on. I'm an Uber driver. There is a guy in my car right now who is strung out on crack and heroin. He needs to go to rehab. Whoa. What's going on? Let me come see what's going on. The receptionist follows me to my car. Along with the peeping policeman. Who was sitting next to him at the front desk. The cop is a huge dick at this point. He tells my passenger to get out of my car and put his hands up. After searching him, he tells him to gather his paraphernalia needles and whatnot, and he takes him inside. Officer tells me to follow. He is interrogating the kid, just relentlessly questioning him, and the kid is crying. He keeps saying, I don't want to go back to jail. I just want help. I don't want to do this anymore. I step in and pretty much tell the officer to chill out and quit intimidating the guy. The officer then pulls me aside and threatens to arrest me. He backs off the kid and starts interrogating me. Telling me that I'm just as guilty as he is and that I should be in prison right now. During his interrogation with me, the passenger says that I know nothing. I'm just an Uber driver. After my passenger mentions that, the officer tells me to get the hell out of there. I left. Today, I have no idea what came of the situation. I don't know if the kid got the help he needed. If he went to jail. If he went home. Nothing. I have no idea. Wow. That must have been a crazy night. I hope the guy got the help he heeded and turned his life around. I picked up a drunk couple from a bar. As soon as they got in the car, the woman was telling me about the cocaine they just did in the bathroom. She then went on to tell me that she was his maid and they were f-peeping and his wife didn't know. She would wear the wife's lingerie. Also, she was screwing around with the wife. I was taking them to the guy's secret apartment where he did cocaine and screwed his maid. He felt a little bad for me, so he gave me all the cash that he had as a tip $7. I guess he spent it all on coke. Picked up this very tall and somewhat muscular looking black girl carrying what looks like a tackle box. She was dressed somewhat. Risque. Gets in the car, and I said hello. She responds with a pretty deep voice. We started the trip, and she was telling me that she was on her way to do Macube for one of her friends. And her phone rang. She answered the call, and it started off pretty standard. I wasn't really paying attention. Suddenly I just hear girl, what are you worried about? You have a great looking clit. Mm. Alright then. Where's this going? No. Derek is super sweet. It'll be fun I promise. No girl. He's just gonna come through the doors. Yes I'll be there. I'll be outside the doors as one of the topless guards. Anyway, he's going to pan through doors. Focus in on you on the bed. Just start playing with yourself. 
Nothing you haven't done before. Yes. After a few minutes of doing that you call for the guards. And I come in and we peep. Yes I brought the strap on. It's in the Macute box. And that's the story of the person planning their peepo during a Nuba ride. Upvote for the first person to find the video in the depths of the internet. Measly wages for gargantuan effort. It's like real life. Not a driver. But I was having a smoke out front of my apartment when an Uber pulled up with a girl in the backseat. A neighbor from down the hall I recognized, who was screaming at the driver and refusing to get out of the vehicle. It sounded like she didn't want to pay him for the ride and was demanding her cash back, which didn't make sense to me because Uber isn't a cash service. When she started hitting him, I phoned the police. 15 minutes later they showed up and she still hasn't left his vehicle. The cops dragged her out and arrest her. Turns out she gave the driver a blowy on the way and thought that would get her a free fare. And was more than a little upset that she still had to pay. Girl never looked me in the eyes again when we passed in the hall. I'd drive for Uber if it meant getting paid to get blowjobs. This is probably the funniest ride I've had. I picked up a group of three guys and a girl from a pretty well-known gay bar slash club. When they walk up to my car to hop in the back first then of the other girl and guy can't decide where they want to sit front or back. Well she basic tells a guy to behave and she sits in the back seat. While we get to driving. I notice this guy's covered in glitter and who I guess they call bears has a bigger guy with a beard makes a comment on how I'm cutier than the first Uber they ordered. The girl starts to agree. I guess this reminds him of the guy he left at the club and starts talking about the most perfect Canadian penis has ever seen back at the club. His friends tell him to call him and Hez get upset stating it will never happen. They fight yelling back and forth. All the while he complains he missed this dick. Switch the dick's nationality from Canadian to Australian a couple of times too. I guess I never heard a really thirsty gay guy before. Undefined. I have a few NSFW stories from being a former Uber slash Lyft driver. My first took place last summer in Grand Rapids. I was doing my usual weekend rush and got a request out on the east side of the city. I arrive at the house and two middle aged, maybe 35 to 45 year old women come out of the house obviously intoxicated. They were being dropped off about 40 minutes outside the city on a surge. So I was pumped. We go through the normal driver rider chat then the two start talking amongst themselves. They are talking about their kids soccer game in the morning, a cookout that they are going to have, and how much fun they had that night. Then all of a sudden, it starts to get quiet in the back seat. The next thing I have is one whisper to the other I love you so much and then can hear a full on makeout session going on in the back. I try as hard as I can to act like nothing is happening. That may have been a bad idea, because thing in the back only escalated from there. We stop at a stoplight and I hear one of the seat belts unbuckle. I check the rear view mirror, to see one of the moms fully on top of the other. I suggest that the mom should put her seat belt back on. But she obviously was too busy to listen to that. They continue to go at it the entire way home. The noises and moans from the back were almost unbearable. I get to the first house of one of the mom. And they continue going at it as if nothing happened. I politely say tell the woman that we have arrived. But she disregards it. I turn the lights on in the car. This was a big mistake. 
One mom's panties are on the ground. And the other's hands are where you would imagine. She goes oh my god we got home so quick. Put her panties back on. And gets out of the car. I get the address. Where I'm taking the other. She immediately passed out. And I had to shake her awake. When I got to her destination. After she got out. I had to pull over. And laugh at what had just taken place in my car. The second took place during pride weekend in Grams. I got a request from the popular gay bar in the city, which had been super busy as you would imagine. I pull up, and a 6 feet 2 large male in a wedding dress walks up, and he sits down in the front seat. Once again, we go through the normal chat at the start of the ride, and then he asks me, can you help me out? Being a good driver, and assuming he wants to stop somewhere, before I get him to his destination, I say, sure I can help you out. He then goes in a complete different direction than I was expecting. He tells me that this was the first time that he had ever dressed drag and how much he liked feeling beautiful and womanly. I tell him that's awesome and ask him how he had managed to make his tits look womanly. He laughs and continues on saying that he had always been a top and he was thinking about being a bottom. I was not sure what he had meant by that though it may seemed obvious. He goes I've always pitched I want to catch. I tell him I understand what he is saying now. He goes now here is where I need your help. He goes on to say he want to buy a but plug slash dildo to help get him ready and needs an unbiased opinion. I laughed but was in too deep to not help him at this point. He goes through a cornucopia of options of shapes, sizes, and colors of different dildos. I'm doing all I can to keep straight face while also trying to help. He lands on a 6 inch black fist, and I tell him, that is the obvious answer. He laughs and goes then it is settled. I will buy it now. He pulls out his card buys the dildo. We chat a little more, and then I get to the destination. I drop him off. He tips me 5, then gives me a 5 star rating. Best part. The 5 star comment said he really knows how to help a man in need. Once again, I had to pull over and laugh. Not a driver, but a story told to me by a driver, after dropping off his previous passengers. This was when I was at uni. I couldn't bother waiting for a bus home, so I hired an bear. Luckily there was a guy nearby dropping off a guy and a girl. I knew them. Still FB friends with them. They got out, and I got in. I said hi to them, and chatted for a few seconds. They said they were going to study for a bit then go to the library, to meet up with her boyfriend. I was tired, so I just told them to have fun, and I'd see them in class the next day. The driver overheard most of this talk, and said he was surprised the girl had another boyfriend. I asked why, and he said she and the guy who was just with her were being very flirty, touchy and kissing on the way over. I was gobsmacked a little, saying no that's impossible. I laughed a bit, and told him he must have imagined it. He said no he saw them being very affectionate with each other. I'm just sitting back there shocked, and not knowing what to say. He said I'm sorry to tell this to you, but your friend might be kind of a slut, if she's cheating on a boyfriend. I'm still trying to process, what I've been told. A little while later he dropped me off at home. Before I get out I tell him. I'm sorry I seem a bit shocked but my friends. The guy and girl you just dropped off at the uni. They're brother and sister. He was like peep off. You serious? Almost as shocked as I was. I wasn't completely sure whether what the driver told me that day was the truth or not. 
For a while I convinced myself he was bullspeeping me, and knew they were brother and sister. But I noticed other stuff afterwards that kinda confirmed it. So they had Uber over at Westeros. The things I do for love. Pushes Uber driver out of moving vehicle. The real question is. Who let a 10 year old boy drive an Uber? A guy I used to know, and who I'm still FB friends with got stabbed and killed with a machete by a 16 year old. She stole the machete from Walmart where she got picked up, and she stabbed him from behind the driver's seat, while she sat in back. He ran and pounded on a condo building door screaming for help. Terrible way to die. Holy speep man. Sorry to hear that. My friend told me about a couple, who got into his car. They were slightly drunk talking nonsense to each other, so he didn't pay much attention. Just kept driving, and occasionally checking on them through the rear view mirror. Eventually the girl got quiet, so he checked in the mirror, and didn't see her. And my innocent friend thought she was asleep and even laughed about it with the guy. Well, not long after, that he passed a speed bump, and heard the guy saying oh speep. At the same time a gurgling sound was heard, and a smell of boozers filled up the whole car. So yeah. The girl was sucking off her boyfriend slash whatever. The speed bump caused her to deep throat and vomit all over the back seat and my poor friend still had to drive around with a vomit smelling car. At least they rated him 5 stars. Isn't there a clause, that if they vomit in the car, that they have to pay for it? Only ever you but once. Picked up a couple, that had been making out as I pulled up, and the entire time driving she kept saying how they were gonna smart arsh. Dude definitely got lucky that night undefined. Nice. Just a group of college freshman girls being super racist as I drove through the ghetto on the way to their house party. One time while driving in DC it got pretty weird at around 2am. They dropped the pin in the wrong location. So when I show up, and don't see them, I give them a ring. When the guy picked up, he just kinda starts yelling. But it sounded, like he had some type of severe form of autism. I wasn't mad though. I was just trying to help him out. But I really couldn't understand what in the hell he was trying to say. He seemed to do fine when texting though. So I just texted him to send me a message with his new address. About 10 minutes later, after going back and forth I finally get him. Turns out I had a two deaf customers. Guy and girl. And I gotta say they were both pretty attractive. I had heard a deaf person talk before, so I think I can safely say that he hadn't quite mastered it. Here's the fun weird part. About 2 or 3 minutes in, I see them signing at each other, and I mean like hard mode full speed. It looked like a two of the most og gang members were having a sign language rap battle. Then almost in an instant, they stopped, and did what can only be described as sexually assaulting the other's face. It was a damn battlefield. The guy and girl are both moaning these loud, coarse, almost inhuman noises, and I'm just driving in pure awe. But it was getting really weird, really fast, especially because they both kept on slightly looking at me, or gesturing towards me. So I did the only thing I could do, turned the music all the way up. You see, I have a really good sound system, and usually only the people at night allow me to turn up it. I usually ask, but f peep it. They are deaf. And they were very preoccupied. The best and worst part was, that I think the bass was turning them on or something. Because those two got even louder. 
Finally we arrived. They gave me a good tip. And the girl gave me a kiss on the cheek. And that was it. I can only imagine how those neighbors feel when they are going at it. TL. Doctor. Hot deaf couple has a wild ride. Obligatory undefined. Had a passenger talk in graphic detail to an ex about how mad she was that she had peeped him and how she had put his whole dick in her mouth. She repeated the whole dick in my mouth part at least 10 times. I know a girl who calls Uber's while drunk and if the guy is hot bang them at her place. So if you drive for Uber you might get lucky. If the guy's is hot. Looks like I'm out already boys. Not exactly NSFW, but super weird. Obligatory sorry for bad English. I was in Miami last year and got into a new pool as the broke college student I am. The driver picks a severely overweight woman on her 40s that was really drunk. She was Latina and didn't have the best English. She asks me where I was going and I tell her to Miami Beach. She starts telling me she was set to get married in Miami Beach next month. But her fiancé died. She said she moved with her fiancé's parents because her fiancé was taking care of her sick mom. But after he died her parents asked her to move out and don't give her money for important stuff like alcohol. She said her fiancé was 23. She said I like young guys. How old are you pappy? She moved closer to my side of the back seat. And I answered 22 while looking at my phone. She asked a couple of other things, but I kept looking at my phone and answering as shortly as possible. She apparently took the hint, so she started trying to impress me. She said she was born in Nicaragua and went to a school full of geniuses that prepares them to rule the world. She also said that Trump wants to build a Chinese wall to keep all the Chinese away and that the real reason why the US has nukes is because they have been bombing the Arctic to steal the oil. She told me how this school taught them how to seduce presidents and how to rule countries. But she couldn't deal with the pressure her parents put her through on that school. She did not want to be president of Nicaragua, so she decided to escape and ran to the US. I told the driver I needed to drop me at a CVS because I forgot I needed to buy something and then walked 35 minutes to my home because I was so uncomfortable with the situation. Undefined. One time, I was in a lift during a blizzard. We arrive at a couple of lanes divided by one of those flat concrete medians. Both lanes are gridlocked. Lift driver goes watch this. And drives up the f-peeping median, while the cars on both sides honk furiously. I protest. And he brags that he is a big man in the city and the cops won't touch him. Anyway, it's not an erotic story. But I'd say it was definitely not safe for anyone involved. This isn't NSFW in the traditional lewd sense, but one time I picked up a guy who seemed to be in a horrible mood, and he kept urging me to drive faster, telling me he doesn't care if I speed or pass people, etc. He was clutching a small bag to his chest and staring ahead angrily. It was almost an hour drive to the middle of nowhere but thankfully he had a phone call right after he got in the car to distract him as I flew down the highway. Naturally I listened to his conversation driving gets boring. After all and it was something about his ex-wife. His car had been repossessed. ETC. And it seemed he was talking to a lawyer or something. Didn't seem like a friend. After a while he hangs up the phone and looks out the window in a huff. 
and then explains to me that his ex-wife had gotten his truck report because he was apparently one day late on a payment and his car had his money, PTSD meds, etc. I tried to reassure him as much as possible and tone down the conversation but he was, understandably, very angry. He then started ranting about the repo guys who were just outside county lines hence the long drive and how he wanted to shoot up the place. Understanding now why he was clutching his bag, this made me a little nervous, and thankfully I was able to lighten the mood a bit and hopefully convince him not to go on a shooting spree. He then rants about his ex-wife and kids, and says he wants to put a bullet in her head, and that of her lawyer, and I remember saying something like this will only make your problems worse, and he says it doesn't matter, since he's off his PTSD med so is insane. We are like 15 minutes from his destination by now, and I really have no idea what to do besides try to identify with this guy, while talking him down, and being nice slash understanding. I end the ride and offer, to go in with him to the repo place, if he needs a hand getting his truck and he agrees. We get his truck and the people had stolen all of his cash, but not his meds, thankfully, and he was holding back tears. This was a very surreal experience. Also. Bachelorette parties can be annoying, since women in that state think it's totally okay to grope me, which is great and all I guess, but I'm trying not to die in a fiery car crash. Also one group stole my hat, which is unforgivable, since that particular one no longer exists. Picked up a couple from a fancy hotel party at around 3am. The girl was a short latina with dark hair wearing a really short dress. Two minutes into the ride he asked me to turn the music up. So I obliged and that's when I started hearing faint moaning noises. I looked at my rear view and sure enough, he was paddling her pink canoe. We locked eyes and I told them just not to make a mess. Guy gave a nice tip not his after I dropped them off. This wasn't me and it isn't NSFW but I think it's worth sharing. One driver told me that one time this guy got in his Uber without putting in the destination. This guy was in his mid 40s wearing an all black suit and wearing sunglasses. Didn't take them off. He also had a briefcase that he put on his lap. Anyway so he sits in the car and points forwards. So the driver takes off. They didn't speak the entire journey. It was about 40 minutes. To tell the driver where to go the passenger just pointed left or right. Anyway, the driver tells me that he was speeping himself the entire time and genuinely thought he was going to die but was too scared to stop. So finally they pull over at this really big old house that he described as the most Mayfair looking house I've ever peeping seen. The guy takes off his glasses, looks at the driver and says th 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 thank yuv very mm much. Turned out he just had a really big stutter and nothing else. I once worked for both companies on the same day. A driver I once had figured out a system where he would get me to book for the same trip on both Uber and a similar local competitor. He would then charge me for the cheaper of the two rides. Since the local competitor allowed cash payments, if it was cheaper, he's give me the difference in cash since Uber would automatically charge my card. If Uber was cheaper, he wouldn't charge me anything beyond the automatic fare. It was pretty genius because I got the cheaper fare. And he upped his passenger quota on both services, and thus benefit from the incentives for each. A couple of clients I once had entered the car convinced they were straight. 
and left 25 minutes later realizing they were gay for each other. To be fair they were fairly drunk at the time. Oh and the NSFW part is that there may have been some fingering involved, but out of embarrassment I didn't bother to confirm. Undefined. And loving the suggestion for me to initiate a peepo scene, but I like to remain professional at all times. I'd share more stories, but I think I'll just wait until this question gets recycled in a couple of months. Dude. What if we kissed right now that'd be so gay? When you want to compliment a friend. Dude you're blowing me so hard, but isn't that kinda homo? Wasn't really NSFW, but on my second day doing you the one of the clients was on house arrest. Dave. Dave was a cool guy. He wanted me to buy him some wine and smokes from the gas station. He even trusted me with his card pin. When I get back I decide to just have a smoke with him. That turns into us doing take I in his backyard at 2am. Really cool dude Dave was. Hope he turned his life around. Picked up a group of young ladies during a bachelorette party. The bride to be sits in the front, and while driving to their destination, she rolls down the window and whips out a giant dildo for all of downtown to Chicago to see. Got off my shift at work. App designer in his early 40s picks me up to take me home. We are shooting the speep on the way, and he asks me if I smoke, which I do. I invite him in to smoke a bowl and the next thing I know this dude is grabbing a half ounce from his trunk and sitting in my backyard smoking me out for a couple hours. Now he's my drug dealer. Happened about a year ago, but I had you but a girl from the university in my area. She was pale, freckled, blue eyes, with dirty blonde hair, and had a single dreadlock twisted within it. We chatted for a bit about our goals and interests in life. She seemed really down to earth. When I brought up that I made music, she asked if I had any songs I could show her. I put on my most played song that I had at the time and more than half the song consisted of her commentary on how much she loved it. Considering how gorgeous this girl was, I was a bit more than flattered. She tells me to keep it on my SoundCloud and asks me if I had ever gotten head while listening to my own music. I tell her no and that I had been single for a while. Her response was music to my ears. Well there's a first time for everything, right? At this point I'm praying I don't crash my car with the jolt of endorphins rushing through me. Long story short, I blew my load before we reached destination and let's just say she was no quitter. I got her number but nothing evolved beyond that. She still listens to my music. According to SoundCloud. Undefined. Edit 2. As far as allegations go, this wasn't a tactic to promote my music. I gave the link, since multiple people were asked to hear the song. It's definitely made my day, nonetheless. Thank you all so much for listening and providing me with ways to improve promoting and mixing. If anybody has some music they want to share with me, feel free to comment your link too. Dude you came to your own music at the mouth of a beautiful woman while making money. To make conversation I always ask my Uber driver if they have any horror stories. One guy told me that he picked up this couple in all black clothes and he admitted he felt a little creeped out by them. It was the middle of the night and they had asked to be dropped off at a cemetery. He thinks perhaps they live across the road or something and tries slash fails to make conversation with them. He drops them off, looks at his phone, then looks back, and they are nowhere to be seen. 
disappeared. He stayed for a few minutes looking to see if they would pop up anywhere but they never did. Freaked him out big time. One 15 year old kid got caught with over 2 pounds of pot in my car after I got stopped for speeding. I've done about 1400 rides for Uber and about 500 for Lyft in the last 8 months. I've had a few good stories. I've had 2 pukas so far. That's probably been the most unpleasant part of my job so far. As far as NSFW would be the two women passengers in the back seat. One was pretty sober and the other was very much not. The drunk girl, who sounded like she eats cigarettes, decided she wanted to demonstrate what her orgasm sounded like, complete with writhing around in the back seat. My car is not very big to begin with. Me and the sober girl thought it was pretty funny, and even though it was a pretty short trip we were given a pretty convincing performance. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.